Welcome to a special edition of the Half Hill Report. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and in this very special edition, it's going to be an awful lot of fun, folks, since we are very happy to welcome back everyone's favorite orc peon, Thunk de Peon. Thunk also, Thunk? The only, Thunk also the only orc peon that most people know. Uh, well, that's a good point. And also in the studio with us today is my faculty advisor, Professor Talib. Good afternoon. I'm very glad to see you here today. It's good to see you again, Thunk. Yes. So, Thunk, welcome back to the show. It's so great to have you back here in the turnip. You know, it's been an awfully long time since we were together. Oh, really? Uh, It has been, if I recall correctly, the last time you were here in in the studio... Sargeras had only recently plunged his giant sword into Azeroth. That's how long ago this was. Wait, what? No, that's been here since then. Um, not in an interview. You came by some of the holiday shows. Uh-huh. I mean, you've, you've been here for a couple of the holiday shows. Yeah, but the, the last food, the food was very good. Uh, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Um, Leilan and Den Den always do a tremendous job catering. Uh, once again, uh, you know, shout out to the Lazy Turnip for for uh, all the great hosting they do for us here at the Half Hill Report. But I really was amazed that the last time that we just sat down for a for a talk, for an interview, was that long ago. How you been since then, buddy? Very busy. So very busy. Oh boy. So last time you say was uh just after the big sword and wow then that was the that that mean we no talk for like the whole fourth war. Uh, a lot has happened in Azeroth and no elsewhere kidding. since then, yeah. So we no talk for the entire fourth war. Or nothing, which is probably good, because Tank would probably have got into trouble. Got you? Somebody would probably have listened to Tank's thing, and then they would go, oh, you say bad thing, and then Tank would have got in trouble. Well... Oh, no. Well, okay, I... You know, so you so you raise a good point. An awful lot has happened, and we're we're gonna we're gonna you know talk to you. I know Professor Talib, you know, wants to ask you some questions about what's going on in your life. But since you bring it up, you know that Sylvanas Windrunner is now she's no longer war chief, and yep. she's in prison in Oribos. Or you- what? In in Oribos, Oribos in in the Shadowlands. So she's dead. No. Well, yeah. I mean, she has been for. I mean, she was dead before she went to the Shadowlands. She's been dead most of her life. She has been dead most of her life. You raise a very good point, Professor. But she is in prison. Dead or alive, she is in prison. Are you feeling safer? Are you feeling more comfortable with being able to talk about stuff? What's he just feeling confused right now? What? What's? What are you confused about? So she did, 
and she in the Shadowlands, but she was dead before she went to Shadowlands, but she was dead and also alive. So which is it? This is like very hard for Pian to understand. Okay, so you know that she was she she was a ranger, right? Yeah. Then she got into that whole dust up, mix up, and you know, ended up queen of the banshee. Wow, you know, we could spend the entire show just talking about the history of Sylvanas Windrunner. No kidding. But I mean, she was queen of the banshees, and um, uh, and you know, um, and got you know all of those issues with the Lich King, and but now she's in prison, and now she's in prison. And uh, I know last time. Who put her in prison? Uh, Who is that? Well, I mean, after the jailer fell. Jail who? uh, No, no, not after the jailer fell, but after. Wait a minute. So she in prison, but she was not put there by a jailer. No, no, no. The jailer didn't fall. I'm sorry. I misspoke myself. After the confrontation with the jailer. Uh, where she found out the jailer was manipulating her the whole Who's time. Who's this guy? Where did he come from? Wow. Okay, Professor, help me out here. I we we could spend a we could spend most of the show just breaking this down. Thunk, are are you just are are you just not keeping up or what's? What are you talking about? Thunk a peon. Thunk work work. This what thunk do. Thunk just work work in Azeroth. Thunk been in Northrend for like the past few months, building towers because the undead all go crazy. I I I tell you what, let's sit down after the show, after the recording, and we'll we'll walk through all of this stuff that's happened because there's a lot of stuff we want to get to, and there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about, and I'm going to get most of it wrong because let's face it, except for the trip last week. To Corthia, uh, I I wait never leave the wait studio. Right, right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't know no this place neither. Corthia, what am this? Professor Talib, jump in. Help me out here. We we went to the Shadowlands, Thunk. So you did? No, no, not no. You, you look don't. really good for dead pandarins. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Many citizens of Azeroth are going to the Shadowlands and returning. So that's scary. I, I had a I had a hard time figuring it out too in the beginning. I thunk I can I can see your confusion, but Professor Talib wanted me to get out of the studio. She's been wanting me to get out of the studio for a long time. And so, uh, along with Velmic and Rejak, uh, we took a trip to study the ruins in Corthia. Which is... Which I'm in the Shadowlands. Which is in the Shadowlands, correct. And only recently in the Shadowlands, because until the Jailer pulled it out, it was... Before it was in the Shadowlands, it was in the in-between. It was in-between what? You know, I'm not entirely sure myself. I kind of wish you hadn't said that, Tashi. Why Why should I have not said that? Well, the Shadowlands is a hard enough idea to understand. The in-between may be a bit too much. 
I, you know, I, we're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here, mm-hmm. but I, you we're know, I think I started to feel that muscle in your brow start to go here when <laughs> things get way too hard for Dunk. I can see you're getting a little red in the face, and uh, you That's know, good I, for somebody who green. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm speaking figuratively, of course. How about if we start off with something more, more down to home, and then perhaps go back to the bigger ideas. I, you know what? Good idea. I think that's a great plan. Go ahead. Go ahead, Professor. Get me out of this. How is your mama doing these days? Oh, my mama doing okay. She back in Orgomar and I've not seen her very much because Dunk have been deployed to Northrend for a long time now. Uh, getting close to end of rotation though, so Dunk going to be able to go back home soon. Oh, that's well, great. That will probably make both of you very happy. Yeah, yeah. Mama sent dunk letters and sometimes some nice things like uh, some uh, boar jerky that she made it herself. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Mama homemade boar jerky. Oh, but you haven't oh. actually seen her for quite a while then. No. Mm-mm. Oh, well, you must miss her a lot. Very, very much. Dunk think he's starting to get used to being at Orgrimmar too much. Because when Dunk get deployed, it's very hard. Have to miss everybody. That's hard on families, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard, yeah, it's hard on families when people are deployed such a long way away and don't see each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but uh, it, you go ahead. Now, oh, so, uh, Professor, I, I think we were going to ask Dunk about somebody else he might be looking forward to seeing in Orgrimmar. Well, this may not be very tactful, but I know that before you left Orgrimmar, you were you had a girlfriend? Oh, yes, Sumi. Sumi Steel Fury. I remember you talking about Sumi. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now, is that still a thing? Well, Dunk send letters sometimes, but because Dunk no write very good, sometimes they hard to read. Okay. Uh, Does she write back? Well, she do, and she got much better handwriting than Dunk do. Oh, okay. All right. So you're looking forward to seeing her again? Very much. Oh, yeah. She's very busy because with all the stuff that we have to build... Uh, somebody have to work work on the metal, and then they ship it on up to us. Now, is it mo- it's mostly going? Most of the stuff she produces is going to you, then? They're going going to Northrend. Well, not all of it, but some, most of some of it. Maybe think no, no. Okay. What's Dunk keeping you? Think just know that she's very busy. What's keeping What's keeping you busy in Northrend? Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, so you know how to, the undead all go crazy. Undead no stop being crazy. Oh. Yeah. So thank I'm deployed up to Borean Tundra uh, and work work out the Warsong Horde. And what Dunk and him teams have to do is we go into the Tundra and we build up a tower. 
we build that up as fast as we can, and then uh, people so get up into the tower, and then the scourge come, and then they get blasted with the cannons. Okay, wow. So since Bolvar Fordragon is no longer on the Frozen Throne as the Lich King, the, the Scourge and the Undead, uh, the Scourge specifically, are out there causing trouble. So that's what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Got to keep wow. them busy in Northwind so they don't come down and mess us up in Kalimdor. Oh, well, that's very good work you're doing. It's very stressful. Yeah. You don't know when Scourge going to come. Uh, you, you know, we had a little bit of a scare here in uh, in the village of Halfhill. Uh, we thought we were getting invaded by the Scourge. In fact, it wasn't. It was a quite a nice family of undead, and that was a little bit un- that was a little bit embarrassing. But uh, we're glad that you and the rest of your peons are out there in Northrend doing that good work and protecting the citizens of Azeroth from the threat of the Scourge. Mm, yes, yeah. we appreciate that. Oh, thank yours. Not a lot of people tell peons thank yours. Well, I think anybody who has been out there defending, uh, you know, defending Azeroth deserves a thank you. Absolutely deserves a thank you. And and uh, I hope you, when you talk to your fellow peons, you you tell them that, that if nobody else is saying thank you, Tosh and Professor Talib here at the Half Hill Report definitely appreciate what they're doing. Oh, boy, yeah, they could tell him teams that. They will make them very happy. And now, you should be getting more than thanks, too. It's um, times like this in when these sorts of things happen that we come to appreciate who the people are who really support the society and do the things that are important. Yeah, we kind of essential, huh? Yes, you are. You are very essential indeed. Yeah, and I'm but... wondering why it is that you don't have better access to the portals, to the teleporters, to go back and visit your family occasionally. Well, uh, Matrix is, you know, tough to come by sometimes. So, you know, North can just keep portal open all the time. No, but it seems like they could open it once a week or once every couple of weeks so that you could go back and, and visit your families. Well, That's easy thing. enough to do. Here's the thing. Uh, Professor, I'm going to tell you a little secret, okay? Okay. They worry we're not going to come back. Wait, oh. what? Say, say that again? Were, they worry that peons will decide that being home and better than being up in Northrend. So they know really like to let us out very much. So, so we don't so we know run away. Oh, that's oh, terrible. I that think is... I might have to talk to Irie Freeflower about this. You know, Professor. This is like a good cause for the Red Crane Society. You know, Professor, I, I was just going to ask you, you know, we've been reporting a lot on the activities of Irie Freeflower Ironchin, wife of our very own sports reporter. Um, you know, she's been doing a lot of uh, labor organizing with the dredgers in um uh in Darkhaven uh basically in Revendreth. In, in Revendreth yes 
I wonder if really they shouldn't be bringing their attention a little closer to home. Thunk, what do you think you and your fellow workers would think about forming a union? Okay, so thank you this question every now and then. There actually am a peon union. Really? Yes. I did Thunk not. that in it. Really? Mm-mm. Huh. Because there are two reasons for that. One, whenever the peon union come out, that when hobgoblins start to get extra hitty. Oh no. And, oh no. And two. Oh, no. Yeah. And two, they use the other thing. Thunk work work for the horde, right? Yes. So who get hurt if Thunk no work work? Huh. You raise See, an interesting question. See that tricky. See but so But I did I, I didn't know the peons had a union. Yeah. It's little. Sometimes peons are decide to get together and it don't happen very often and sometimes peons will leave too, but yeah, they're, they're technically am one. So you don't think Irie Free Flower Ironchin and the Red Crane Society coming out there and doing a little bit of labor organizing uh to help you guys and make sure you get access to portals and maybe if your conditions were a little better you wouldn't have a problem coming home or coming coming back to work. Well, yeah, but we go where we got to go, you know? So it's like nobody wants to work work in North Rand. Well, that's a good point. I'm not sure that would be my first, first choice of a place to go work. How about you, Professor? Well, not mine either. Um, but if people are going to do that kind of work, they should be rewarded appropriately for it. It's not a matter of work or no work. It's a matter of the conditions under which you work and the rewards you get for the work you're doing. And that's where a union can help out. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, we do get little bumping pay for hazard duty, but thanks send all of him money when he get paid back to home, he sent it all back to Orgamar so Mama can have something. Oh, that's so that's, that's so nice. That's really, really nice. That's why Thunk Judy's job. You know, I was going to ask. So last time that we had an interview, mm-hmm. um, you you expressed very clearly that if you could do anything. Other than being a peon, you said that you wanted to be an adventurer. Orcus. You wanted to go out and 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 see things and do orcish things out in the world. Yeah. Did now that things are changing a bit, and Sylvanas Windrunner, and you know, hopefully the scourge situation gets under control. Do you feel like now maybe you have a little more freedom and you could go do that? Mm. No, don't, don't feel that way right now. No, no, <clears throat> you, no, you still feel like you still feel like just peon is, is the only thing you can do. Well, maybe not the only thing that can do, ah. but the most is helpful thing that can do. Oh, okay. Well, that part I understand. That see, part of it. Yeah, because you see, Dunk 
would like that very much to go out and adventure and be on a ship and see all the things. But who's that going to help? That's not going to keep Mama safe. That's not going to keep Orgrimmar safe or the Horde safe. Don't, don't worry, he's getting old. Stunk uh-huh. feel like he has so many responsibilities now. Thank you bringing this show down. Thank you bringing no, this no, show no, down no. Much. no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Hey, I'll take the blame for this. I started this conversation. Uh, well, you know what? You're, you and your fellow peons are doing essential work there. And as I said, and I, I think I can speak for Professor Talib, we 100% appreciate Everything you and all the peons out there, whether they're in Northrend or wherever they're working, uh, you know, they're they're doing essential work that's important to all of us. And we appreciate it. And I'm sure you agree with me on that, Professor. I certainly do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, I think he did. He's so tired. Well, it's got to be exhausting work. I mean, it's got to be exhausting. It's got to be exhausting work. And you I mean, go out there every day. I mean, look at me. What do I do? Right? I mean, I, I sit here in the lazy turnip and I, you know, and I and I talk to people and I do interviews and and uh, you know, Professor Talib is giving me a little bit of a, a look here. Thunk, are you noticing that? Do you do you see the look that I'm getting from yeah, Professor Talib? I think we're not gonna say nothing. Professor I professor, professor, I think I have made good on my promise. I I did get out of the studio. We, I did get out of the studio. You did, you did. Dunk, you had did quite you? an adventure. Dunk, did you? Did you listen to that episode of the Half Hill Report? Dunk did. Dunk, no, no, if you believe any of it. Wait, what part don't you believe? Okay, look. All the adventurers these days are saying they go to Shadowlands, right? Okay. Yeah, sure, right. Thank oh. None of that. So you're not buying into the whole Shadowlands thing? Uh-uh. Do you think it's a... Con- it's funny, I was going to... I thought maybe you were questioning whether Professor Talib is as powerful a wow i almost hate to use this word uh with her sitting right next to me but professor talib you turned out to be a bit of a powerful killer in corthia i've simply learned how to defend myself while i'm doing my research okay and i right. absolutely believe that that part okay. makes sense to them that part you believe. But what oh, yeah, think? she's stone cold. You can look in her eye and yeah, she can see eternity. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I think we're all learning a lot about Professor Talib. I certainly have over the last several years. But Thunk, if you don't believe in the Shadowland, do you think it's some sort of a conspiracy thing? Thunk that people... don't know what it am. It, Thunk just don't think that... Don't know, believe everything he he see or hear oh. about, because some of this stuff sound really nuts. Okay, like give me an example. What what's something that's what's something that you've been hearing about that's happening in the Shadowlands that that doesn't sound believable to you? Okay, so 
They say something about Mr. Garage. They right? say Mr. Garage go to a place that hurts people for some reason. Don't know why. But then he's not there no more. And he go to some kind of no, no, what did them? Okay. Go to some other place. So you don't think that Garrosh, so you think the thing with Garrosh Hellscream is is a fiction. Somebody has been, somebody's made it up. Probably, yeah. They make why that do, up. Somebody's just not too crazy to believe. Why, why do you think they would make something like that up? But, don't. That was a tough question. That no, was a no, tough question. No, it, okay. it, it, it's a tough question because because they have to get real for a minute here. Okay, let's get real then. Go, go with it. Don't no want to believe that Mister Garrosh would hate Mister Thrall that much. Oh, oh, oh. Now, think understand that he can be stubborn and prideful and would not think that he had done wrong stuff, but don't know when he think that that he hates Mr. Thrall so much that he would mm. that he would not that he would not help. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I you know what? I, I think the thought of that makes an awful lot of people sad. Yeah. Um, Professor Talib, I mean, we, you know, I, I don't know of anybody on the show who thinks more highly of Thrall than uh, than our good pal Brizak. Uh, I mean, what do you think about what, uh, what do you think about what Thunk is saying? I think that Garrosh became a different person while he was board chief. Um, you know, he always had some tendencies in that direction, but he really became, um, you, you know how they say power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Uh -huh. I think he became very corrupted during that period. And so that he was indeed very, very angry at the, you know, what what happened between uh, Thrall and the battle at the end of Garrosh's mortal okay. life. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, Thunk, I, I, I understand and, and I get it. I, 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 I understand why you feel the way you do. Uh, it, it's not that you don't think the Shadowlands is real or what is happening there is real. It's, you, you'd kind of rather not. Maybe. Don't know that it... Don't know that, you know, liking Garrosh even a little bit, I'm kind of not good, especially in Pantheria, because he hurt you all very, very much. Yes, he did. He did a lot of bad things. Yes. He did a lot of bad things to peons, too. Yes, yes. he did. But... He used to be hero. He, 
Yeah. And, you know, in Revendreth, where he is now, their goal is to help souls recognize the evil that they've done and repent for it in one way or another. Was he dead not? Okay, so Doug had heard of the Revy Dread, whatever that place is. Revendreth? Yeah, but said he not there no more. Did he go to Maw? He go to a mall or To the Maw. To the Maw. The Maw. Yeah, the Maw. Yeah. And that's a bad place. Nobody wants to be in the Maw for very long. Okay. Uh, So he go there and then he... Then he said that he's not going to change no matter what, no how, no way. And did he, did he gone? He gone now. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, Thunk, I, I certainly understand your feelings and, and I can, I can hear the emotion and the feeling in your voice when you talk about this. Uh, I, I didn't mean to bring you down uh, about this. I was just curious as to why you felt that the Shadowlands was something that you were having a hard time believing in. Well, it's, it's not just that. It's, I mean, that's a hard one, too, but where am everybody? Right. Where, where, where are all the, the peons that Dunk lost in the Fourth War? Where are Dunk Papa? Where, right, oh. right nobody can find these peoples. Well, I think that's the big objective that all of uh, uh, that all of the covenants are trying to do, because between Sylvanas and the jailer and some other nefarious forces, uh, things got a little messed up around here and in the afterlife, in the Shadowlands. And I think what they're trying to do is make that all right. And returning lost souls uh, so that they can re-enter the cycle of life and and recover souls from the maw. Uh, but you're right; things are kind of messed up right now, and uh, and I think there there are a lot of good people uh, and a lot of good adventurers and heroes out there that are that are traveling to the Shadowlands and and risking everything in the maw to try and fix all that. Well, so I don't, I don't really understand how you fix something like that, but okay. Well, at least make it better. So keep your chin up, buddy. I think things, I, you know, I, 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 you know, maybe this is just a Pandaren thing, but uh, I'm hoping that the future is going to be is going to be pretty bright once we get this squared away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go myself because oh, I thanks. I went to Corthia once, and that's I've I've had my fill of it. But uh, you know, it, uh, other people. What are you looking at, Professor Talib? <laughs> I, I I said I would get out in the field more. I didn't say I would go back to the Shadowlands. All right, fair enough. We well, could go visit. That, maybe that means you come visit in Orgrimmar or Northrend, or maybe you come visit them for change. You know what? I was just going to say that. I mean, we could go anywhere. We don't have to go to the Shadowlands. We no. could go. We could go visit Thunk uh, in in uh, Northrend. Uh, we could visit him when he makes one of his trips home to Orgrimmar. I would enjoy that. I've never actually. Now, Thunk. Hmm. 
are a couple of Pandarans from Half Hill going to be welcome in Orgrimmar? Oh, sure. You guys will be fine. You blend in just fine. Uh, what you think we'll fit in fine? Totally. Absolutely, yes. There are okay. many Pandarans in Orgrimmar. Right. We get, the right. Whole, we get the whole section for them in the Valley of... No Valley of Strength and the Mid, one Valley of Honor and where Sumi works. So I don't go past them to see Sumi all the time. Okay. Well, we're all the same. Do... We're all okay. Pandarans. Okay. I almost hate to bring this up. Um, the Pandarans that are there have aligned themselves with the Horde. Mm hmm. My leanings are, Thunk, please don't take this the wrong way. I have an enormous amount of respect for the Horde and all of the races in the Horde. And while I was, while I'm very much a believer in Four Azeroth, when I had to make that decision, ah, uh, oh. I chose Alliance. Oh. Right. I was a little worried about bringing this up. But I don't know why you had to stay there. <laughs> well, like the you... only thing that don't see that really separate Alliance Pandarans and Horde Pandarans is just what color they wear. So you just wear a different color. So it's just a wardrobe change. Yes. Change your colors. Exactly. Just, just it's it's that simple. Why not? Okay. All right. I, like I, it's it's hard for them to go walking around Stormwind, Castiano. But uh, okay. for you, you could literally go pretty much anywhere as long as you got to change your clothes. So disguise myself. Precisely. Dunk have to do that once with Dunk's working friend, Wendell the Worgen Warlock. Oh, oh, so you don't think that's a little, would be a little dishonest of me? A little disingenuous to, show? you know, Professor Talib, I don't think I've ever actually asked you. You must have had to have made that choice. I was asked to make that choice, yes. Okay, that was an interesting way to answer that question. Uh, <laughs> I guess she's not gonna. I, I guess not to limit my opportunities for research. Uh, okay. That's my right. way of going about it. That that means she carry another change of clothes wherever she go. I do. Okay. Well, you know I what? I had that. I had no idea it was something as simple as a wardrobe change. I thought I had to change my whole philosophy and outlook on life. But if it's really just a matter of putting on a you know, a different outfit. Heck, I can do that. That's easy. See? And you think that, and you think that's going to work out See, that, that I'm just going to put on something red and stroll through the gates of Orgrimmar and it's all going to be good. Yeah. Nobody's going to ask questions. Okay. See, right. see, you, you say, oh, this is disingenuous and this is dishonest. No, no, no. That's the wrong word to use. Right word to use am Crafty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. Thunk, I have learned something about you and important from you today. Orcs no lie. Orcs no lie about things. Uh, But. 
but that don't stop us from being crafty sometimes. Oh, that reminds me a little of of our friend Rizak. Uh, you know what? That's a very good way to. Yes, you're right. That is a, a pretty good way to put that. Uh, well, you know, go ahead, Professor. And there is nothing at all to stop us from going to visit Duncan Northrend and see what's going on there for ourselves. You know, that's a very valid point. I was kind of focused in on uh, focused in on Orgrimmar, but you're right. We could freely travel to Northrend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tunk, are you there at the um, uh, what is that? Uh, the Argent? Uh, uh, where do you hang out? Are you there uh, up where the Argent Crusade is? No, no, think south from that, because they, they, they got their own problems in oh, ice ground right now. Okay, that's a good point. Think I'm in Borean Tundra. Oh, you that's right. You mentioned that. You're in the Borean Tundra. Well, we could yeah. absolutely go there. As a matter of fact, hasn't Velmic been there a number of times? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Velmic yes. has... Velmic's I, been there a lot. I... I okay. You know what? I think we need to make that happen, and I think we need to make that happen sometime here in the near future. Okie dokie. All right. Don't go help. Okay. All right. And, All right. you know, <laughs> Professor, I think, you know, we still have Krog's Fine Female Leathers as a sponsor for the Chronicles of Gadget and uh, Cadfile. Mm-hmm. I bet I could reach out to Krog and he could he could probably fix me up with some some kind of an outfit. I'm sure that he could. Okay. That's All what right. he does. That's what he does. Uh, he, he could probably cut for a male. I'm sure. Maybe you have to let things out a bit. I'm, I'm sure. You're gonna have to let things way out. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's enough of that. Thank you. <laughs> well, Dunk, Dunk knows about such things. It's I, a good yeah. eye. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Thunk is okay. I would never compare. Thunk is large and muscular. I'm, um. Well, Pandaren. Let's just put it that way. I'm just Pandaren. Think of muscular, but think of where he's getting kind of a Pandaren dad bod himself. Oh. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Now, you ought to see my dad, okay? Thunk, while you're here, we should actually take you after the show and go meet my family. They would be thrilled to meet you. Uh, but Why have we never done that before? I don't know. I don't know. that. Last time you were here, you very much wanted to go who was it that you wanted to go oh you wanted to go yeah, meet, uh, chen you wanted yeah. to meet chen stormstout so we just ran out of time uh and uh but you know what we're gonna go we're gonna make that happen we're oh, gonna boy. make that happen hang on hang on a second hey den 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 hey den den would you send a message to my family please uh to my mom and dad we're gonna be by after the show i'm bringing uh bringing a guest Two guests, actually, Professor Talib and uh, Thunk. That's very scary how you do that, Professor. How how I do what? What's that? Uh, I'm talking to prof- talking to Professor. How she can just stare at you, <laughs> and you're not even looking, <laughs> and you just fear that she'll go up the back of your fur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had lots of practice doing that. I have been She's... a professor for a long time. Yeah, she just hits you with that steely-eyed glare, and and uh, you, yeah, you, yes. Thanks for introducing you to Mama sometime. You told me get on famously. Oh, do you I think? I would love to meet your Mama. Yeah. Think, well, watch her, think watch her put a pistol in somebody's face and 
Wow. Talk about Stone Cold. <laughs> wow. Well, I am looking forward. You're going to meet my family. It, you know, when I get this wardrobe change sorted out, we'll come and meet your your mama in in uh, in Orgrimmar. Oh boy. Thunk, I want, there's a couple of things, uh, and uh, I know you need to get back to Northrend because I, you know, obviously I don't want you to want to get, want to you to get in trouble. I got a, I got a couple of questions I want to wrap up with. Okay. Um, you know now that the, the phrase that you coined on your interview with us, make your own turnip. That is now our weekly sign-off. You have been immortalized uh, by by coining the phrase that is now our weekly sign-off. How do you feel about that? I, I love it, but how do you feel about it? Like you've not done it yet. Uh, okay, are we going to do this again? We're going to do this again, Mr. Tosh. Okay, you know what? Things are good here at the turnip here at the lazy turnip, why? And in a how way, much I... better could they be if you had your own? <sighs> you sure put the lazy in lazy turnip? Oh, wow, wow! You went, you went strong there, Thunk. You went pretty strong. I'm sorry. No, no. You know what? You bring up a good point, and yeah, you're right. I'm probably a little bit lazy, <clears throat> but you know. Make your own turnip has come to mean so much more than just Tosh Mafuni going out there and creating his own studio and not leasing space. It has to do with following your dreams and uh, making your own ambitions come true. Uh, and uh, and 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 you're responsible for that. And and it makes me feel great. And I hope it makes you feel great too. Yeah. Yeah, that do. Don't see that Professor Talib have to help you with that sometimes, though. Help remind yeah. you to go out there and make good dreams happen. Well, I am his mentor. She is yeah. my mentor, and she does Back of the advisor. She does have to push me a bit to to get out of the studio. So she have to help you grow. Yes, she does. And you know what? She does every day. And every day, I'm grateful that Professor Talib is in my life. Just like I'm grateful that you're in all of our lives, Thunk. Oh, thank you, Mr. Tosh. Well, anyway, thank you. So it's it good that the people is inspired by Thunk to help pursue their dreams. Because Thunk want that for everybody. Uh, that's that's great. You know. I've got goal. it is a good goal and I'm I'm going to wrap it up with this question because this more than anything thunk you just have such a positive attitude. I mean you you work hard in arguably not a great place mm-hmm. um but you always have such a positive attitude and somehow no matter what you you always seem to see the good in everybody. With all of the difficult times that you've been through, that you've lived through in Azeroth, how do you do it? Where does that come from? It come from being very dumb. 
Oh, come on. Come no, really, on. you do. Because no. when you're smart, you think about, oh, because of this or because of this. When you're smart, you have all the time in the world to think of bad things that is going to happen. When you're dumb, you don't have that kind of time. Well, I don't know that that's a fair way to say it. I think you're wise. I agree. Okay, for You're a pet parent to say, okay, so, okay, so if anybody else say that, I'm going to go, yeah, you now know who you're talking to, but when Pandarans say it, maybe you stop before you say that something, maybe you stop oh, now, before you say they're wrong. Now, wait a minute, wait a second, hang on a second here. I said it, and you said, no, 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 and then as soon as Professor Talib says it, you change your tune and you go, oh, well, if a Pandaren is saying it, it's not a Pandaren. It's Professor Talib. Somehow you're buying it more from her than from me. Is it cold in this room or is it just that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thunk, that was very well played. That was very well played. Well, <laughs> well, Thunk. Um, Thug, you know what? No matter what you say, uh, and I, I know Professor Talib and myself, and I think there's an awful lot of people out there in the world who think you're very wise and that the world is a better place because Thunk the Peon is in it. And you've certainly made the Lazy Turnip and, and my day a little better by being here. And I really appreciate it. Thanks, so glad. I'm glad that you have Dunk back, but don't feel like he brings this show down a little because of everything that's going on. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to get real. You know, sometimes you just got to get real. And we covered some serious stuff and we laughed a little bit. And you know what? Isn't that kind of what life is all about, really? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't yeah. work work. That, yes, that didn't work work. work. And, uh, you know, Professor Tully, and, you, and, you know, it's certainly sending, you didn't bring the show down at all. And you're certainly sending me away with a smile. Professor Tulip, any any final words from you? Uh, just that I feel the same way. It's been a delight to visit with you again. And I hope we can get together more often in the future. I would like that. Well, apparently we're, I'm, you know, uh, apparently I'm just going to throw on a disguise and you know, go to Orgrimmar, that maybe both of us, Professor, I'm just going to throw in a surprise, uh, a disguise and go to Orgrimmar and let's just see how that works out. So, uh, Mr. Tosh? Or, yes. or come to the Borean Tundra. Mr. Tosh? Yes. Now, Duncan, see what you're thinking as far as your disguise. Duncan, oh, oh. see this. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, the eye patch is too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You I'm know, glad you told him that. I, you know, I well, that's too bad because I thought it was, I thought it was. You could be definitely touched. play with your mustache, some, you know, kind of, uh, you know, like curl it up a little bit. <laughs> the, nobody would recognize you then. But the eye patch, eye patch, too much. I thought it was going to be kind of snappy, but if you're, you know, thunk, you're in the horde. You know better than I do what's going to be fashionable in Orgrimmar. So, mm -hmm. okay, I'll put the. I'll put the eye patch aside. That's too bad. I had a whole, I had this whole theme built up around an eye patch because I've always thought them, uh, you know, 
other than the lack of depth perception, I've always found them to be very snappy. Um, well, Thunk, uh, I'm going to give you the last word here uh, because, you know, you're just you're such a delight. And I'm so thrilled that, that you're here. Normally, we invite our guests to uh, to pass the message along of make your own turnip to our listeners. And we always reference you. Uh, but since you are the originator of Make Your Own Turnip, you can either wrap it up with that or whatever you wanted. The microphone is yours. Whatever message you want to send out to the listeners, take it away. But do be careful because the last time you did the last word, it changed our lives forever. For the better. It oh, changed our better. lives for the no better. No pressure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but go ahead. Okay. So what Tank want to say to the listeners. Tank see you. Tank see you out there. Tank know how hard you work work. And it's just like peons. Nobody tell us thank you. Everybody give us more work work. Everybody yell. Everybody throw booty rings. But just know what you doing matter. It means something. It's making at least one person's life better. You work, work very hard. And it do matter. Don't promise you it matter. It has to. Oh, no, they're going to cry. No, come here, come here. I think we need to end this with a group hug. Come here, come here, come here, hug. Come here, Talib. Group hug. Group hug. Group hug. Oh, okay. Thunk, what a beautiful message to finish on. Thank you so much for being here. Professor Talib, thanks for being in the studio. Uh, And to all the listeners out there, make your own turnip, everyone. Thunk wrecked the show! No, you didn't. Stop it. The show was great. The show was great. Oh, we're still on the air. Oh, no, you didn't wreck the show at all. No, it's it. No, you didn't wreck the show at all. It was great. I couldn't have asked for a better finish than that. Sure you could. Well, I could, you, but I don't know you, that it's a reasonable expectation. It's reasonable. You just say, <laughs> you just have thanks say, everybody, make your own turnip. Thank you for listening to this special edition of The Half Hill Report. The opinions expressed herein are those of the guests and are not endorsed by The Half Hill Report or Half Hill Agricultural College. The Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater valley of the Four Winds community. Hey there, folks. Professor Talib and I want to extend our sincerest thanks to Thunk for coming back on the show. You can find him on Twitter at Thunk Dapion.